Woodbine Racetrack near Toronto just announced it is replacing its deteriorating poly track surface with a new Tapita track. In the last couple of years, Keeneland, Del Mar, and now Woodbine have all decided to ditch their poly tracks. Thankfully, though, the material isn't going to go to waste. The carpet fibers, tire parts, and miscellaneous junk are being recycled into evening gowns for Lady Gaga. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by Lenny's Place for the St. Patrick's Day edition, presented by Hillendale Stallions. Well, the three-year-old season is finally in full swing. It's such a thrill for the connections of these horses to begin thinking derby. It actually is a fever. It overcomes, folks. And I can tell you from having covered this sport for 15 years, you begin to see the recurring symptoms. They usually come along when a horse is trying to make it back from injury, with a horse that's a late bloomer, or a horse with a lack of foundation under him. And even when the connections state that they won't rush a horse to get him to the derby, even when they say they're going to do what's best for the horse, nine times out of ten, they ignore their better instincts and rush their horse into the derby. And you know what? It's always the wrong thing to do. And as betters, you should pay attention and put a line through those horses that are being rushed. Sure, the dream is for owners and trainers to run in the derby but they do their horses no good by acting out on it. Just take a derby chart and look at it six months or nine months later. See how many of those starters are still in training. I can assure you it's a sobering exercise. Well, California Chrome co-owner Steve Coburn, the master of talking without thinking, is at it again. On the eve of he and his horse going to Dubai to contest the World Cup, Coburn said, and I quote, they will probably lop my head off as soon as I get there, unquote. Putting aside the relative merits of that for a second, is equating your hosts, the people who are putting up $10 million for your race with the worst terrorists on earth, really what you want to be doing? I know it's supposed to be a joke, but it's not funny. It's an insult to people who have spent hundreds of millions of dollars in this industry and continue to provide jobs and training programs for bright young people all over the globe. And in a Lenny's Place exclusive, we have obtained, don't ask us how, Coburn's credentials for the races in Dubai. On to the police blotter. California trainer A.C. Avila was given a 60-day suspension and a $10,000 fine for his tranquilizer drugging a first-time starter masochistic last spring. He dosed the horse up, the horse finished last, and then Avila ships the cowbred maiden to Churchill Downs, because everybody does that with a maiden who's just finished last. And lo and behold, the horse gets bet down from a 20-to-1 morning line to 2-to-1 and wins by 14 lengths. This idiot can't even run a betting scam correctly. He and whomever else was in on this were obviously betting against themselves a two to one. And people have a poor perception of horse racing. 
Go, go figure. It's crazy. The silver lining to this story, Masochistic has not only turned into a top sprinter, he's been bought by Samantha Siegel and switched to the barn of Ron Ellis. And down in Texas, jockey Roman Chapa has been suspended for a third time for using a device to stimulate a horse. He's admitted to using a nail on a horse. Then he got sat down years ago for possessing an electrical device. And this past January, he again is alleged to have carried an electrical device, clearly visible in a photo taken by the track photographer. Chapa's defense is the picture was photoshopped to frame him. Yeah, nice try. He got five years and $25,000 fine, which the Texas Raising Commission increased to $100,000. And they still got it wrong. They should have fined him $5,000 and suspended him for 100,000 years. We told you this was the St. Patrick's Day show. We weren't kidding. We have one of the best exports ever from Ireland. This is Des Ryan. He manages Delridge Farm for the Justice family. Des is one of the absolute best and smartest planners of matings. He's responsible for the matings that have brought Hot Hillendale Stallion violence, horses like Noble Tune, Morning Line, Kid Kate, Fantastic Cheryl, La Verita, Trillion Cut, and a little horse named Honor Code who just won the Gulfstream Park Handicap. Des, welcome to Lenny's Place. Thank you very much. It's great to have you it's here. It's great to be here today. And just to have a little bit more of a connection, Del Ridge sits on partially the land that was the original Hillendale Farm. Correct, yes. The, the main, our main farm on Winchester Road was the original Hillendale Farm. And John Scour decided to expand and he moved to the other side of town. So, All right. yeah, a little bit of um, history there. I just like to get our presenter in here uh, wherever we can yeah, on the exactly. connection. So I'm, I'm sure they're glad you, uh, you've read violence. So, congratulations. Yeah, on very, that. very excited about it. Yeah, that. he's doing great. He's yeah. 180 mares last year and this year, apparently. Folds are nice. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get to Honor Code for a moment. Uh, so much talent. Uh, you, bre you, uh, you bought Serena's cat, his dam, when she was a, a youngster. Yes. And, uh, of course, a granddaughter of the great Hall of Famer, Serena's song. What made you decide to go to AP Indy as he was winding down his stallion career? Well, it was one of his, it was last year at Stud, and we decided we wanted to kind of go all, all or nothing with him. And um, obviously she sued him, and we were flattered that we could get into him that year. We did breed her twice that year. Yeah. She did not catch. It was early in the year. We said we'd go third time lucky, and sure enough, third time was lucky, and the rest was history. And I'm glad we went back that third time because we did debate it. But um, ended up, he was getting better as the season went on, and yeah, and along comes Honor Code. And Honor Code and Commissioner really are the two yeah. last uh, last big cults from from AP Andy. It's kind of ironic that you know the, the horses last year stood, and along come these nice horses after all the years. You mean he's had a lot of nice sons over yeah. the years, yeah. But you know Honor Code is pretty special to us anyway, and to Lane's End obviously as well. Yeah. Now you're you're not one who takes a lot of uh, pictures of foals when they get born and all that, but. What did you do when you first saw Honor Code? I do have some videos <laughs> and some folds of Honor Code just because he was, you know, he was very extremely good looking from the get go and a lot of character about him. And um, yeah. we just kind of, he was a favorite and he just caught your eye, you know, he was eye catching. And he's, he's, a, he's a jaw dropping individual. He really is. He's got a 
headline, I'd like to say like a dinosaur. I mean, it's just so striking when you look at him in person. He's had, yeah, even on the racetrack, they were saying over, you know, before you ever raced, you know, everyone in the morning yeah. would ask, who's that horse? Yeah. He's, he's just, he's an eye-catching horse and yeah. very, very impressive to look at and um, obviously very impressive. He oh, puts, there was. He, yeah, he puts it on the line too. <laughs> yeah. he, now you mentioned Lane's End before, of course, bred, raised and, and stood APMB, but was it about five minutes after they looked at Honor Code when the when the checkbook came out to, to buy into him? <laughs> well, it was it was early in the in the spring that year, and Mike Klein came out to look at some yearlings, Lane's End sell yearlings for us, uh -huh. and um, we showed Mike Honor Code as as a yearling, and he was like, "Wow, this is a pretty special looking horse here." And then I guess he went back and talked to Mr. Farish, and they got together and asked, us, "Would we be interested in selling the horse?" Um, Mr. Justice at the time said, "Yes, we'd we, you know we'd consider offers." on the horse and yeah. we, we came to a mutual agreement and um, Lane's End bought, bought us out on the horse and we still own a small piece of them yeah. and um, they, they own and race them and it's been a lot of fun, they're great people to be involved with and yeah. it's, it's exciting for everybody and I'm, I'm excited for them as they are for us yeah. and the whole deal a little bit. Yeah, I, know, I know they're going to want to try to get a grade one in them, it's really just kind of injuries that have stopped them uh, here and there so far but uh, certainly looked like he came back great. Um, talk about the pride you take when you watch an honor code run a race like and, and he wasn't beating bums either, he was being the Travers winner and Private Zone is a grade one winner the other day but what kind of pride do you feel? when you see a horse that you're responsible for the mating go on and perform like he's it's, performing? It's obviously very exciting, you know I mean? There's a lot of things that <clears throat> go against these horses and it's not just, you know, do they have the talent, they can get an injury and they can have a ton of talent and never get the opportunity to perform. So you've got to go yeah. through a lot of hurdles. So when a horse like Honor Code comes out or some of these other horses you mentioned, there's a tremendous lot of pride in, in getting them there and in the breeding and the mating and, and for the mayor's success as well that's yeah, you know sure. we bank on that for you know our income and for the mayors down the road you know their next foal sell well and it's a tremendous amount of pride you I mean we're, we're totally ecstatic about honor code and excited about his future yeah. and these other horse we breed as well and we take a lot of pride in the mayors we own and um, yeah. their progeny i mean it's, it's very exciting and we're very excited for the, pe the people that own them that buy them off us because sure. It brings us back new buyers and repeat buyers, and you know we're proud to have raised some nice horses. Yeah, I, I know. Of course, he wears the lanes and silk, so I'm guessing you don't have the say in where he goes next. But Shug McGay's trainer mentioned the Met Mile. You're you're an astute uh, horseman. Uh, probably bested a little longer distance. Do you think, or that you would the Met Mile be just kind of preparing for the Whitney and some of the longer races over yeah, the summer? I'm not 100% sure, you know, I haven't spoke to Shug directly myself, but yeah. through Mike Klein at Lane's End, it seems like the Met Mile is the obvious next start for him. They like to space his races out a little bit. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's worked good so far, so why change? And obviously he's gone shorter distances, you know, and won. So I think he's, yeah. he's a horse that's very adaptable. I think the mile should not be an issue for him. And I think going further would definitely be the ultimate goal for him yeah. from, ta from talking to Lane's End and that, you know. Just, of course, the breeding plus the running style, he certainly doesn't get into the races early as a rule. And that's scary, you know. <laughs> last Saturday when he came out of the gate and went for the rail, I'm like, this is kind of, this isn't an allowance race you're messing around with today. Does he know what's in front of him? But obviously he did. It seems like he's just toying with them. And I guess that's his, um, his style of running, and I don't yeah. think you're going to change that. I think that's him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows how far to let him get in front of him. And 
well, track well, him down. What was interesting about APND is APND never beat anybody by five lengths. APND was very happy to do what he had to do and beat you by a neck or beat you by a half length, and he didn't need to do any more than that. Well, I guess that's all you need to do. Got that head on. in front of the wire. Del Ridge uh, has one of the great, I, I mean, it's only 15 or 20 broodmares, but it is high-quality broodmares. It's a fantastic band. Would I be right in guessing that down the, the road some of them might be going to visit Honor Code at some point? I'd say you're pretty sure bet there. I think that's a, <laughs> yeah, def definitely. Um, what we're, I'm excited about that too is, yeah. you know, is some of the mares we have going to them. And obviously if he goes to stud and everything goes well and all that, um, buying some mares that, you know, would fit him too also, you know. So yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll kind of do that. We want to thank Des Ryan for putting the Irish in our St. Patrick's Day show. We want to thank our friends at Hillendale Stallions. Of course, we want to thank you, our viewers. We'll be back with you in two weeks. That'll be March 31st with the next Lenny's Place. Tune back in. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody.